good, everyone? Welcome to Note to Scene, a weekly podcast that discusses all the latest news in the scene and a retrospective deep dive on the nostalgia that we all grew up with. This week, we got news from Neck Deep, Hands Like Houses, Knuckle Puck, Newfound Glory, and a deep dive on what the hell happened to Gym Class Heroes. So let's get started. Neck Deep uh, released a new song called Fall. This is the third single from their new album, All Distortions Are Intentional, which is coming out July 24th on Hopeless Records. So first off, Ben Barlow is just a horrible singer. I've said it time and time again on the show. This song might work with someone else at the helm, but the amount of effects of effects on his voice here just to make it sound the way it does says all you need to know. It's it's drowning in overtones and pitch correction and layers and it's it's just bad all around. Structurally, the verses kind of cook, but they just give way to this halftime chorus that drags on and on and on and Ben has an annoyingly awful melody in the hook, and this song's just a mess all around, top to bottom. There's some moments that you think are redeemable, and then it just, the bottom falls out, and you're like, what the hell am I listening to? And on top of everything, this album is a concept album. The, The last thing the world needs is a concept album from a pop punk band. This is definitely a miss. I am at a 5 out of 10 on fall. Moving on. Hands Like Houses have released a new song called Space. This is the second single they've released this year, but as of now, there hasn't been an album announcement yet. But man, what happened to this band is such a fucking shame. I remember the day they announced their sign-in to Rise Records in, I believe, 2011, maybe late 2010, and they released Lion Skin that day, and it just blew the fuck up. Their first album, Ground Dweller, was definitely overproduced and a product of the era but there was absolutely post-hardcore potential there they've drifted away from that sound just about every release since and get further and further away but now they're in a completely different world and they have been for a while but this is this is space is just a pop song with the full band not to mention that in the melody in the hook it's a total rip of bring me the horizons in the dark I loved the idea of this band back in the day. They had a fairly unique sound simply for the fact that they didn't have screams, but still brought that aggression of Rise and all of that era's heavier bands. Now we're at space and it's just middle of the road, lofty, forgettable. There's no lyrical depth. It really feels like Diet Bring Me the Horizon. It's really a shame. This had potential to be something special, but I'm at a 4.8 out of 10 here. Moving on, Knucklepuck released a new song called Breathe, which features Mayday Parade vocalist Derek Sanders. This is the third single from their upcoming album, 2020, which still doesn't come out until September 18th. Obviously, they chose that date, or they might have even pushed it back because of the pandemic. So a lot of this band's last album, Shapeshifter, was just completely incoherent pop punk. It it sounds like from the three singles they've released so far from this new album that they just went went back to the basics, which is what they need to do. Even though their vocalist Joe doesn't have as bad of a voice as Ben from Neck Deep, he's still really, really rough. So I want to be clear, there's nothing special here. But like I've said before, I'll take a passable pop punk song from the scene at this point. And that's what this is and just where we're at. You know, it's not 
even as passable as neck deeps when you know single but this is kind of like a diet version of that derek from mayday adds absolutely nothing to the song you can listen to this song and it's so okay that's the best word to describe it that you just listening to it and you won't even realize when derek comes in that's how little of an impact he has on the song and how little he adds to it there is no dimensions here there's it's completely flat it he did not need to be on this song the only thing he adds is mayday parade's name next to his name on the album um he's sounding the most forgettable of his career at this point but at the end of the day it's no banger but it's coherent enough and that is unfortunately unfortunately good enough at the point in the scene right now so i'm at a 6.9 out of 10 on breathe Moving on, Newfound Glory released their 10th album, Forever Ever Infinity. There's a lot to unpack about this record. I could have done a deep dive on Newfound Glory for this release, but I just, I cannot talk about Newfound Glory for that fucking long. The first instant takeaway from this new album is that Newfound Glory still sounds exactly like Newfound Glory. I was talking about consistency earlier with with knuckle puck and just about writing coherent songs and newfound glory com- to be completely honest accomplishes that here and i talk a lot uh on previous episodes of the show and just in general about how scene bands have to learn how to grow up structurally i don't know if newfound glory needs to grow up They know how to write a hook off of the same four chords that they built their entire career out of. And I get it. It is very difficult for pop punk bands to to understand or figure out a way to grow up. Um, The main figured out a way to do it. Blink-182, not everyone is Blink-182. You know, like Newfound Glory is not Blink-182. That is not a equal comparison. You know, Newfound Glory had their moments back in the day. Nowhere near as big as Blink how how are they supposed to survive now so they know how to write a good hook and they know how to structure a good song and they prove that again on this album but damn it there needs to be some sort of compromise between a nostalgic song and writing shit like you're actually in your 40s because you are and not acting like you're still a teenager newfound glory have been writing shitty lyrics for a minute now but holy shit this album puts it over the fucking top let's start with the song trophy easily one of the worst songs in general i have heard in a long time in the chorus jordan says i ran a race and came up empty until i met you and now you're my trophy i hope i didn't objectify you feel like a winner when i'm standing by you dude how fucking old are you again and is it like is the objectify line supposed to be sarcastic or what like are you just I don't even understand the, the the context of any of these lines. Like they're it, it's written horribly, and they don't even make sense. But again, on the song "Same Side Sitters," he says, "Your family don't trust me yet, but I swear I won't make you look foolish. So let's sit on the same side when we're out at your favorite restaurant, and we'll kiss if we want, even though the locals think we look cringy." Maybe they just don't have someone to hold on to, and I'm holding on to you. Dude, you are 40 fucking years old. Like, it might be, you know, cute in the context of 
parents going out and having a cute date night to get away from the kids, you know, but oh my god, man, just like, it's just like how the click deserves better than what 21 Pilots gave them on level of concern when Tyler wrote, I can't help but think I haven't felt this way since asking you to go steady, wondering would you be my little quarantine? Like, y'all gotta ask more from your favorite bands. You'd you be letting them skate by on being shitty people and shitty songwriters all the time. Like, the, there has to be some sort of responsibility here as fans of of this world, these bands, and the art that they create to, to be like, yo, we gotta raise the bar here. Even on one of Newfound Glory's better songs from this album, Greatest of All Time, Jordan says, I drew stick figures of you, on, you and I on a hillside. I drew stick figures of you and me. Wouldn't you agree? We would make the best team, better than the 96 Bulls ever were. Jordan, Rodman, and Pippen wouldn't have known what had hit them. The Bulls line is probably the most innovative line on the entire album, and even that one is a little bit of like a head scratcher. Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? These are the kinds of moments in every single song on the record. Like, every song has one where it's like, is he really fucking saying this right now? Are they still writing solid pop punk melodies? Sure. At this point, I'd hope they could still slap something coherent together after this being their 10th album and them being a band for over two decades now. But these kinds of lyrics on top of all the shit that's been coming out about Chad Gilbert from his marriage with Haley Williams, I literally found an interview where he calls himself a quote-unquote cradle robber because he's seven years older than Haley and they started dating when she was 19. This album ain't it, Chief. Do better, Newfound Glory. I am at a 4 out of 10 on Forever Ever Infinity. Moving on to our radio rundown this week. So I am recording this album, this album, this episode late because I fell way behind this weekend on getting everything together for it. So these are the rock radio positions as they stand as of... 8.30 Eastern on Tuesday night. So Ask Alexandria's Anti-Socialists still sitting at number five so far this week. It's up 4.5% in plays compared to last week. It's looking like, I mean, it is literally right now four plays behind Corn and it's seven behind Godsmack and Godsmack's is, is fallen like a fucking rock. So it's down 11.5% in spin so far this week. So it's a good chance. Like, asking could... It's, it looks like asking could get to number four this week pretty safely with Godsmack falling down. And if they get enough of a bump, I mean, we could end the week here and be talking next week that Asking Alexandria's got the number three rock radio song in the country. But we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, moving down... Motionless and White, Another Life, number 13. So far, it's up 1.8% plays in plays. And A Day to Remember's Resentment is right behind it uh, at number 14. It's up 0.9% in plays. This is These two songs have just been sitting here. I mean, they fell up to 15 and 16, then they were 14 and 15, and now they're 13 and 14, and they kind of keep swapping back and forth positions. But again, they still can't seem to break that wall of the top 12. But 
We'll see what happens in the next coming weeks. And moving all the way down the list, you got to go all the way down to number 38 for Fame on Fire's Headspace. That's up 9.4% in plays so far this week. Again, we're at the very bottom of the chart, so it literally only has 35 spins so far, and it had 32 at this point last week. But increase is an increase, so it's interesting to watch this song kind of start to climb. I'm, I'm really interested in that band because they honestly feel like a diet I prevail. I prevail is obviously a rock radio success and the, and the, the clearest definition of a rock radio success in, you know, as we stand right now within the last decade. So we'll see where that band goes. But Amity Affliction, Soak Me in Bleach, down to 41. It's down in plays. Fit for a King, Breaking the Mirror. It is actually up one spin from this point last week, but it's all the way down to number 43. So it's not looking like those songs are going to climb anymore, but the Fame on Fire single is showing a little bit of potential. 21 Pilots, Level of Concern, still number one on rock radio. It's down 1% in plays from where it was at at this point last week. So we'll see. Maybe Pofu's Coffee for Your Head, the TikTok uh, lo-fi indie pop, whatever you want to call it, uh, hit is really climbing on it now. But it's still up over 200 plays at this point, so I think it's going to spend another week at number one. So we got to go all the way down to 22, which is a whole lot less further than what we had to go down in previous weeks to find all-time lows monsters featuring Black Bear. It is kind of, I, I don't want to say screaming, but it is starting to snowball and gain a lot of momentum on alt radio. It's up 27% in plays uh, compared to where it was last week right now. And last week it was at number 26. It's at number 22 right now. Next week we could be talking that all-time low broke the top 20 on alt radio. Again, at any moment the bottom can fall out and it just loses all its momentum. But this is looking like a really good moment for all-time low. And I'm really excited for them. I, I've said it time and time again this year, I did not expect to go into 2020 liking, let alone thoroughly enjoying an all-time low album, but it's it's great to see them have this kind of success with the song, and I'm rooting for it hardcore every time I check the chart every day. I'm just hoping to see it gain, you know, one more spot, one more spot, because that's how you kind of got to cheer these songs on when they're climbing the radio charts, but we'll see how far up it gets. Other than that, that wraps up any radio talk from the scene this week. So moving on to our deep dive, Gym Class Heroes, and what the hell happened? The scene never had anything else like Gym Class Heroes. They were a full band hip-hop act that scene kids actually liked. The constant cosines from Patrick Stump, Pete Wentz, and the entire Fueled by Ramen camp were definitely a good part of the attraction, but the songs were actually great. I've always been attracted to them just because of how different they were and still managed to captivate the scene and have some actual genuine massive breakout success. So as always, let's start at the beginning here and then we'll just go through the history of Gym Class Heroes. The story goes that the band actually formed while Travi and Gym Class's drummer, Matt McGinley, were actually in gym class while they were in high school. Who knows if that's actually true? I can't even begin to talk about how many origin stories of bands and, and artists were fabricated purely for the sake of developing a narrative around them. But anyway, they put out a ton of shit before the scene ever knew they existed. So 
they allegedly formed in 1997 when they were in high school. They dropped a ton of demo releases from 99 until 2005 when they dropped the Papercut Chronicles. And that's where Gym Class Heroes really, you know, started for, for most people. The album had two notable moments for them. The obvious Cupid's Chokehold, which features Patrick Stump, and Taxi Driver, where Travi name drops 26 other bands. This song has almost been completely forgotten to the scene history and even though it is kind of corny it's also a little bit of a vibe at the same time here's a list of the names that he mentions death cab for cutie dashboard confessional cursive bright eyes sunny day real estate my chemical romance hey mercedes coheed and cambria fallout boy jimmy world thrice brand new the postal service planes mistaken for stars at the drive-in and you will know us by the trail of the dead midtown the get up kids scraps and heart attacks the early november thursday taking back sunday jets to brazil story of the year hot water music and elliot and they also mentioned fueled by ramen at the end of the song and i just thought I've always thought this was just like a really funny moment that came out of gym class heroes and, and, and we don't really get, you know, a lot of other references of scene bands to the rest of the scene. And it, that's why I was so intrigued by the single Amir released a couple weeks back called I've Seen God, where he name drops, Frankie, their vocalist, name drops so many other bands. And obviously in, in Taxi Driver, Travi is in no way dissing them. But in Emir, we're not really sure if he's dissing them, if he's calling them his sons, etc., etc. But I always thought this was a really fun song. If you haven't heard it, definitely do that dive. Give it your time. It's definitely worth it. It'll put a smile on your face. But obviously, if you know Gym Class, then you know Cupid's Chokehold. What's interesting, and something that I didn't know before doing this episode, is that there are quite a a few different versions of this song and even just on spotify you can hear the difference between the paper Cook chronicles version and the as cruel as school children version and they're both counted as the same song in total streams it's really weird i haven't ever come across another song where it has different versions but the stream counts are combined that usually never happens i mean the songs are literally different lengths they're different songs but bottom line is that the song ultimately peaked at number four on the Hot 100. It was a smash hit, and the music video for the version that catapulted it on As Cruel as School Children, it features Katy Perry. It's funny because I always thought the last verse was actually written about her. He's got the line, she's even got her own song now, moving on. But the paper cut version came out in 2005 before he and Katie started dating and way before I Kissed the Girl took off. So I wonder who Cupid's Chokehold is actually about and then Travis spun it to be about Katie once they started dating. But anyway, 2006 came and so did As Cruel as School Children, debuted at number 35 on the top 200. It had, of course, Cupid's Chokehold and Close Off, which is platinum, and it that song peaked at number 46 on the Hot 100. This album is just absolutely fantastic, by the way. The Queen and I, Shoot Down the Stars, Seven Weeks, all bangers. But this set them up for The Quilt, which came out in September 2008 on Fueled by Ramen, and it debuted at number 14 with 32,000 units first week. They got fucking the dream Estelle 
Busta Rhymes, and Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates on this record. This might be the most diverse scene album of all time. Cookie Jar absolutely would not fly today lyrically, but damn, what a banger. Peace Sign Index Down with Busta is just a jam, and Like Father, Like Son is a classic, but it was a bummer, though, because nothing besides Cookie Jar broke the Hot 100, and even that just peaked at number 59. And then Gym Class Heroes went away because... Travi went solo and blew the fuck up. He released his solo album, Lazarus, and the monster hit Billionaire with Bruno Mars after The Quilt. And even though Billionaire only peaked at number four on the Hot 100, this song felt like a f the fucking moon landing. I mean, Bruno played it at the Super Bowl. The scene made it to the Super Bowl. I want everyone to realize how massive this was at the time. It's four times platinum now. It's by far, it was by far bigger than any Gym Class Heroes song at that time. It's just absolutely unreal when you think about that song, its impact, and where it put Travi. But it was also interesting because the quilt didn't exactly produce hits, but Travi went solo and had a bigger moment than Gym Class had had yet. But then he came back and swayed some of that superstar power to bring fucking Adam Levine from Maroon 5 and fucking Ryan Tedder from One Republic to the scene. One Republic obviously ain't the hit makers that they used to be, but damn it, did they used to be. And Maroon 5 is just this entity that nobody can explain. Forever hit makers. Gym Class returned with the Papercut Chronicles 2 in November 2011. It had uh, a low top 200 debut at number 54, but damn, it came out swinging with Adam Levine on Stereo Hearts. That song was a smash hit. Bigger than Billionaire. It peaked again at number four on the Hot 100, but it eventually went five times platinum. Then the album's second single, Ass Back Home, peaked at number 12 nearly another top 10 hit. I mean, they almost went back to back. And then The Fighter with Ryan Tedder peaked at number 25. I mean, they went three back-to-back -back massively successful tracks. All of them are at least certified platinum at this point. Gym Class Heroes were the biggest they had ever been, and then they were gone. What the fuck happened? I mean, they were literally on top of the world and just vanished. So from what I've heard, and I don't want to get too deep on this just because it's not all public and I truly believe everyone deserves their privacy, but Travi has dealt with a lot of personal issues over the years while he was in the band, after the band. The band attempted to do a comeback in 2018. They played a couple shows. I remember talking about it on Note to Scene with Matt back then. But they ended up breaking up again. They were supposed to play the 25-year Warp Tour anniversary, I believe, in Jersey last year. And Kevin Lyman tweeted saying that they had broke up, but Travi would perform solo. It's just seriously such a shame what happened to gym class. I mean, they were something so unique and special that the scene never had before or after. Last time I saw Travi was at this random emo night I went to in 2018, and instead of just getting on stage and pressing play and dancing around while a crowd of 20-somethings scream along to a recording of a song, he actually tried to scratch a remix live, like a real DJ. The problem was that it was a Mars Volta song, and after a few minutes of that, I mean, pretty much everyone in the crowd just left. We miss you, Travi and all of Gym Class Heroes, and I sincerely hope to see you all back one day, even if it 
just is for old time's sake but i truly appreciate what everything gym class did for the scene and the unique moments that it gave us i mean it it cannot be understated how big gym class was and that's what i really wanted to get across here so if you haven't done the gym class dive I've put together kind of like the altogether essential playlist on the Note to Scene Spotify playlist this week for them, along with everything I talked about before. Do the dive on them. Even if you're not a hip-hop fan, give it a try. You never know what you might find. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any requests for deep dives, email me at note2scene at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Note to Scene on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please drop a review on iTunes. I'd very much appreciate it. Until next week, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon.